a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Hello and welcome back to Inside Sources. It's 238. I'm your host, Greg Scordis, filling in today for Boyd Matheson. Wow. The Pope spoke yesterday to the Vatican's diplomatic corps, and the Vatican's diplomatic corps is apparently uh, representatives from 183 countries accredited accredited to the Holy See. Um, he, among other things, d- d- declared that uh, getting vaccinated is a quote moral obligation, and he also came out swinging on the issue of cancel culture and cancel culture is uh, where people are ostracized particularly online uh, for remarks or positions that they take that are deemed to be politically incorrect and we've seen a lot of that lately um, in for example uh, people that take a position and and say something we had a we had a football coach from the Oakland Raiders who had made some comments and and he was just just ostracized maybe deservedly so uh, but this concept of of cancel culture, which we haven't seen much before, uh, sort of a new phrase in our English lexicon, where where people uh, take a position and and they're just they're just hammered in the in the social media. Um, journalist Barry Weiss uh, spoke with CNN's Brian Stetler about the self censorship that's happening in our cancel culture. Touching your finger to an increasing number of subjects that have been deemed third rail by the Mm. mainstream institutions and increasingly by some of the tech companies will lead to reputational damage, perhaps you losing your job, um, your children sometimes being demonized as well. And so what happens is a kind of Mm. internal self-censorship. This Mm. is something that I saw over and over again when I was at the New York Times. People saying to themselves, you know what, why should I die on that hill? Why should I take the three or four weeks that it takes to smuggle through an op-ed that doesn't suit the conventional narrative? I might as well commission the 5,000th op-ed saying that Donald Trump is a moral monster. What's going on is the transformation of these sense-making institutions of American life. It's the news media, it's the publishing houses, it's the Hollywood studios, it's our universities, and they are narrowing in a radical way what's acceptable to say and what isn't. You know, not necessarily agreeing with everything that was said there. I mean, in some respects, I think some of this, I mean, cancel culture seems like it is a harsh remedy for what's happened here. But on the other hand, uh, people uh, should be held accountable 
in some respects for their for their comments and for what they they say and what they do. I think we've taken it a bit far, and I think that's what the Pope's comments were about. Um, the talk show host Bill Mayer said that mature people um, understand that humans aren't born perfect, but can grow and change. And mature people understand humans are continually evolving. As opposed to Wokeville, where they're always shocked we didn't emerge enlightened from the primordial ooze. As opposed to Wokeville. <laughs> we, you know, uh, cancel culture, Wokeville, uh, some of the other words that we're, that we're now using uh, that we hadn't even heard in, in, several years ago. Uh, Mayor also encouraged people to accept the apology and just move on instead of canceling people. What happened to just accepting the apology? Oh, okay, you made a mistake, as humans do. I mean, can we get on with our lives? So here are some of the comments that the Pope made. And again, uh, he was speaking on Monday uh, to the uh, Vatican's diplomatic corps, um, and uh, he talked about um, the fact that uh, getting vaccinated is a moral obligation. Uh, he came out against cancel culture. And, and one of his comments was this. Cancel culture is invading many circles and public institutions. As a result, agendas are increasingly dictated by a mindset that rejects the natural foundations of humanity and the cultural roots that constitute the identity of many people. In other words, maybe we shouldn't ostracize people for speaking their mind if their mind doesn't happen to align with yours. He also added that under the guise of defending diversity, it ends up canceling all sense of identity. This risk silences voices that, quote, defend a respectful and balanced understanding of various sensibilities. And I think that that's that's a that that cuts to the chase of this and, and, and really gets to the crux of what I think he's trying to say. He also said that cancel culture is a form of, quote, one track thinking uh, that wants to rewrite the past through modern day lens. He warned that any historical situation must be interpreted in accordance with uh, what was happening at that particular time. Um, he ended his attack on cancel culture by saying diplomacy is called to be truly inclusive, not canceling, but cherishing the differences and sensibilities that have historically marked various peoples. I mean, the Internet has really allowed us this concept of cancel culture. It's really uh, made it so that when people say or do things that uh, the, the majority or at least the people that are that are making a lot of noise on the Internet can just come and jump all over them. Uh, I think that one of the women that was uh, it was quoted earlier said, you know, your children are ostracized, your family is. I mean, I think there's a time when we can say, hey, wait a minute, do you really want, is that really what you want to say? And allow people to apologize and, and get on with it. It's interesting. Uh, the pontiff has really been uh, outspoken on a lot of other issues. And one of the things that he said just within the last week, uh, he criticized people as selfish who choose to own pets rather than have kids. So not not necessarily agreeing with everything that he says, but certainly uh, love the fact that he can say it. And, uh, and uh, you know, striking out against cancel culture really makes a lot of sense. Uh, when we come back, um, we're going to talk about former President Richard Nixon. Last Sunday would have been his 108th uh, birthday. Um, we've forgotten a lot of, of what he did and what he what he said, and uh, he sort of went down in history in not the most favorable way. But there were some things that we're going to come and talk about, some of his words of wisdom that he did have to share. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jesus. 
two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.